Tyler Walker and this is The People Podcast. This week we've got the second episode of a two-part podcast with the youth group CEO Jack Parsons, hosted again by the crowd favourite that is Jeremy Russell. Jeremy asked Jack what the recruitment industry can do to support young people and they discussed the importance of mentors and dogs. Enjoy! Please take your seats. This evening's performance is about to begin. Let's, let's roll back a, a little bit into the conversation because you, you, you touched on um, sort of what people can do and, and things like this. And, and one of the big things on your, your, your site, and, and, I, and I completely, completely agree with it, is the importance of mentors. And just tell us a little about the work you're doing to, to build out a mentor program and, and what it looks like. And you know, what, what does a mentor, mentor look like? And I, I'm, I'm doing that inverted commas thing around the word look because obviously it's not about the look. But, but, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. So, look, mentors are so, so important. Wherever you are in your life, you should have a mentor or you should have a group of mentors, whether that's for your personal life or whether that's for your um your professional life and you should have a mentor when you get married speak to a friend who's got married and all the nerves that all the nerves that you're going through or speak to a friend who's doing something in business or a mentor who's doing something in business that you can help you grow so mentors are are really important for every single generation but more important for the younger generation i i can andly say i would not be how to grow what i've done without having different mentors at different stages in my life. People that have listened, people that have said, oh, I did that before, Jack. And, and, and you don't have to take all the advice from every single mentor. It's not their word or the highway, but you, you work what's right for you. And we've got a program called Mentor Me, and it's a 30 to 45 minute virtual digital coffee with a mentor that you're inspired by to get into the industry. So that could be a young person who wants to get into white white collar construction, or that might be a young engineer who wants to go and work for Microsoft. And what we do, we pair a young person with a individual behind the scenes. So it's no it's no it's no branding thing. It's no what I call the OBE moment. It's nothing about that. It's about a real tangible conversation, answering real questions that young people have in a safe space where they can actually get some real answers, what you might not find from your school teacher, or you might not find um, sitting at the job centre, or you might not find via Google, because you go on Google, and no one looks on page two of Google these days. It's all about page one. And if not on page one, then there's no point. So this is about actually meaningfully giving real advice to, to young people where you can, you've had experience before to give that advice. Now, it's our only program that's non-commercial. We don't have a sponsor. We don't, we don't make no money on it. And it's literally a good thing to do. Mm. And, and, and they, I, I get the, the, the non-commercial, you know, it should be people um, doing that for the right reasons. But um, surely you could do more if you, if, you, if you allowed someone to sponsor that particular program. Uh, so the XYZ, you know, the, the Salesforce um, totally. Youth Mentors Program or something. Totally. And I, I, I'm a big believer of get get things right. So mm-hmm. we've done fat about 15, 1,500 hours of mentoring. So that's about mm-hmm. that's about 1,500 1, mentoring sessions. Yep. And 
when we get to it's it's like anything if we if we look at the recent with the big um acquires that Spotify is making now with people's podcasts and uh, literally I think get it right and then when it's right and you've got such a good DNA into the into the program a a big corporate can't come in and change it but they yeah. do it for the right reason so for us it's about bootstrapping it's about getting it right and and don't get don't get me wrong there's a number of things that we've added to iterate and uh, for little things, making sure we send a calendar into a young person's schedule, because otherwise yeah. they'll forget because uh, something comes on TV and the mentor sit, the mentor's sitting there and then the young person completely forgets because um, someone's just said something nasty about them on social media. So it's, yeah. we've, we've really iterated it. I say we're probably, uh, when September comes, we'll probably be ready to, to partner with someone or a few people to say, right, Let's really take this to, to, to market. And you know what? What a great place, maybe the recruitment industry, that recruiters could give a lot of advice. <clears throat> if they spared two hours a year of their time to come and join Mentor Me to give a young yep. person advice on their CV, they're uh, and, yeah. gold. And, and I, guess, I guess going back to the reason for doing things, you know, I'm, I'm assuming you're you're more than happy because, of course, it markets your program for a, a recruiter or a recruitment company to say we give two hours a week to the Mentor Me um, program yeah. um, because we think it's the right thing to do, even if they don't. Totally. But, but you know, you're you're not you're not someone who says, okay, well, we you can't use us as a as a marketing tool. Yeah. You know, we you know, you're quite happy with that. Totally. I'm at, yeah. I'm totally happy with that because it's all about lifting people up. And then young Jenny, who they've just given them a, a mentoring session to, um, he, her uncle, her uncle's wife runs B and Q. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't know where it's going to go, do you? you don't know where it's yeah. going to go. And, and you, yeah, and, and look, I, I'm not trying to put the commercial spin on it for recruiters, but I know um, being an ex-recruiter myself. You always think, okay, what's in it for me, or what's in it for? How can I help grow it? And mm-hmm. look, there's, there's just by doing the right thing, the pot of gold comes. I, I, yeah. I, I myself, I've seen that myself in and without, in and out of recruitment. Do the right yep. thing, and goodness will come your way. And some won't believe that, and people will be like, "Oh, shut up, Jack." And that's okay. <laughs> tell me to shut up. That's fine. But I only can tell what the data showed me on my side, and others that have got involved. If that makes sense. Yeah. There's a, there's a, a fantastic, um, and I'm going to completely screw up their their, um, their, their sort of vision mission. Um, Merck and Co. Who, uh, Inc. are a major um, pharmaceutical company. It's exactly what they say in their mission. It's essentially look after the people, and the profits will come. Wow. Um, and it's it, 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 that's going back to I think to like the 50s when um, George Merck set that up. I used to work for them, so that's that's, wow. that's not not completely geeky. <laughs> It's, um, but it's, it's completely right. You know, actually, if, if you do it for the right reasons, you, the money will follow. Um, yeah. And, and I, I completely agree with you. So if, um, if I, let's say I wanted to say I want to do, I want to be a mentor, how, how do I go about getting involved? And, and not just with yourself, Jack, but maybe with other organizations as well. So I think, I think for, and, and I love how you said that. This is not just about the youth group. This is about youth as a whole. And there's some great organisations out there that you can go and partner with and get involved with. And I think I think it's worth, I think, firstly, understanding yourself on a one bit of pay, paper. Why am I doing this? What is my intentions? 
for actually going to support youth. And as long as you're clear with that, and then you commit, I think it's most important, it's so important to commit to, and whether that's committing to one hour a month or one hour a year, commit to something. And then reach out to free organisations that support youth or have youth communities. Or even that might be, you know what, the young person that you see on the corner down the road um, who, who's unemployed, who's 18 years old. It doesn't have to be for an organisation, but commit to giving just one person an opportunity to, to mentor them or to connect them or look at their CV. There's a big saying, you can't help everyone, but everyone can help someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm a yeah. believer in that. Yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I completely agree with you there. So, okay, so that's 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 really interesting. So, um, so for our reader, our listeners, that was at 37 minutes in how to become a mentor. I think that's a really important part. Um, so, if you want to go and find that again, um, and Jack's advice on that, I think that's uh, that's really good. Um, thank you for that, Jack. Um, you, you mentioned earlier about sort of people talk, talking about your ego because you take selfies with. Um, the, I don't know, Sadiq Khan, I think, was actually it wasn't a selfie. I think it was a, a press shot that I saw. Um, if you were to. That press shot caught me on guard, you know. <laughs> I don't know my hair done properly now. I'm joking. I, I <laughs> yeah. um, so, of all the, all the social business and political leaders that you've met, if you could pick one, and, and I might press you on this one to give me one uh, person here. Who would you say is role modelling their behaviour in support of youth and why? I've met a lot of people. So uh, we're, let's, let's, we're talking about politicians here, yeah? Well, politicians, business leaders, social leaders. No, actually, yeah. But, I mean, if you want to focus on politicians, yeah. let's, let's, they should let's, do it more. Let's one from each. Yeah. Like I said, okay. I'm a very transparent, open individual, and I'm happy to share. So, look, I think, firstly, behind every selfie, there is a real meaningful conversation. It's direct, it's blunt, and it's you first. And I'm I'm literally, when I have the conversation with these leaders and you see it through a picture, it's not, oh, let's just grab a selfie. There's been a, there's been a conversation. There's been an awkward conversation. There's been that you're not doing enough. What can we do more? What are you doing? So there's been, there's a whole conversation before that selfies taken with a with a real big movement pledge campaign literally let's get going what is your organization doing I think two people that I've met that have actually after the and then a lot of people after the selfie follow up which I love is the follow-up bit and actually whether it's them directly or their team making it happen so it's not just oh let's just grab a selfie with Jack because it looks like we're doing something the and don't get me wrong there has been a few that have done that but then yep. I'm no longer in conversation with them. <laughs> Just yep. to put that blunt. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the ones that, that the majority actually care, the reason why they agree to take the meeting or reach out to meet with me is because they want to educate themselves on the youth landscape or they actually mm-hmm. want to make change and they don't know how to. Yeah. So one who's really been a big support behind the scenes and a lot of people are going to go, oh, my God, um, from obviously – press and stuff is Dominic Rubb okay so I'm through through lockdown I've been in great conversation with Dominic Rubb and afterwards and I had a coffee with him last year in 2019 
and he committed to actually supporting to make a difference for youth. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm, you know, as you go into somewhere and you're like, yes, they all it's say spin, that. basically, yeah. Yep. But I was really impressed with his own work that he did on me, even though he had his researchers go and do it. And uh, he, read, he read about me, he read about the organisation, and he kind of understood youth, not on a grassroots level, but he understood it high level. And he committed to actually supporting to make a difference and being the conduit and connecting and actually starting something small and making it happen. Now, I came yep. away from that and I thought, that's not going to happen. That's not, just not going to happen. But I tell you, he actually has done what he said he's going to do. He's actually connected. He's actually been a conduit. He's been very responsive. He then became he was he was um, he then became the deputy prime minister, the first minister. They changed the names weekly, but he then yep. became the deputy prime minister, and he's kept humble and he's kept in contact about youth, mm. which I think goes a long way. And yep. um, if the person is driving the the Ford Ka, I don't know if they make them. But if the, if the person's driving the Ford K8 and then next week you see them in the Bentley and they stop waving as they drive past, then that's, yeah. that's the thing that gets me. And that's the thing that goes, yeah. oh, hold on, you, you, you've changed and that was just a moment in your time. But actually, when they get into the Bentley and they start, they still start waving and actually they yeah. go into the Bentley, that is yeah. when real things happen. So yeah. that is one individual from a politics point of view that's really... Really. I think it will surprise a lot of people. It will. Um, it will. And but you know, it's, it's good. That. It's good to hear. It, yeah. Um, because he's so public in at the moment, obviously in the uh, press and everything. But he's actually been hmm. he's actually been real. And yep. and I look. I wear my I wear my art on my sleeve, and I say it as it is. Um, the picture that you mentioned, uh, the press picture, not so. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, not so as. Um, not so as um, authentic uh, for youth than, I, than, I, than the conversation was, or as I thought, or as uh, press releases say, unfortunately. Okay. And we know uh, we're talking about that. Yeah. Um, yeah, we do. We've already mentioned him. But we're, we're, we're in terms of uh, businesses, and um, yeah. one, one individual is the, is the new co-CEO, a guy called Dallas of JC De Co., uh, the advertising mm-hmm. um, bus stop boards. He's okay. authentic. Yeah. He's opened his, he's, op- he's put his money where his mouth is, and he's actually did what he said he was going to do. And leading from the front, but not just, this is, and let me make it important. I, I'm not talking about just the youth group. He, mm. He's opened his advertising boards for missing people. Which is a challenge yeah, yeah. to find youth um, when they go missing, he, and he leads from the front in terms of um, being an ambassador. He's actually an ambassador for the youth group. He gives fifteen hours a year of his time, which people might say that's not a lot, but when you're running running a large organisation as Jason Co, it's very, a big organisation, you know, isn't it? Well, yeah. And it's yeah. very commercial. It's a very commercial organisation, and, and and you pledge and you support and you check in. I think that's what you call an authentic, real leader that actually cares about youth. He's turned up to breakfast sessions at 10 a.m. You know that's an important time for CEOs. Where, so when people turn up to the room and they actually mean if they do something good, I believe that is so important. So he's someone, and there's been many, but he's someone that I say, was it a selfie moment? 
or was it actually real? And is one that comes to mind that it was actually real and actually put his money where his mouth with. And I'm not talk, like I said, I'm not talking about giving money to the youth, just to the youth group, but literally the community and actually doing good. Cool. That's really interesting. Really interesting. But and, and I'll, I'll be honest, my opinion of Dominic Raab is based on a number of things around around not surprisingly around Brexit, around the the current pan, the pandemic, and you know, it's it, everyone has an opinion. Um, I think that is really really nice to hear, and I, I mean nice um, in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in a positive way that you don't actually see him shouting about that piece of work. And I think that's good. And I think there's too many politicians that, that do it for the wrong for the wrong reasons. Um, and it sounds like he's doing it for the right reasons. So that's um, that's that's been really interesting. Just to, yeah. again, um, I'm a I'm an authentic person. I didn't vote in the last election. I didn't vote for Conservative. I didn't vote for Labour. I didn't vote for anyone. I didn't actually. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I'm politics neutral and and the reason there was two reasons why I didn't vote one uh, really busy at the time and, and, and that is not an excuse I actually should have voted because everyone's vote matters but I was really busy at the time I was moving home and I didn't get my uh, voting card in time and two I didn't I wasn't inspired by anyone <laughs> Yeah. On this one, I was actually, I was, I, I was, I've been a bit fucked off with how Brexit's been handled. And I've stayed very quiet on politics across the years and, mm-hmm. and what my view is for youth and stuff. And I stay quiet on a number of things and I watch and I learn and I listen. And to be honest, I just thought it was all just a ego thing. And yeah. so I, I stepped, I stepped, I stepped away from actually getting involved and having an opinion and actually voting. Yep. Yeah, no, I, I can. I, you're not the only person I've heard like that, and um, you, it, you know, it, it, let's hope that that position changes in the future. Um, Jack, I'm, I'm going to have to to wrap up in in oh, the next couple. Quick, of isn't it? It's been great. Yeah, it's, yeah it's suddenly gone quick. It's, it, no, it has been really, really interesting. Um, it's 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 a it's a personal question that I'm going to ask you on on as the last question. Then, okay. Um, did you take your dog to work on Friday last week? Did I take my dog to work on Friday last week? Yes. No, I didn't. No. So, so to be <laughs> and I'm a big dog fan. I literally cut off a really senior person on the phone last week when I saw a dog um, in the road, a random dog, and I said, "I have to call you back." And they said, "Why?" And I said, "Because I need to say hello to this dog." And um, I, dog makes me ha- dogs make me so happy. And I know everyone's not a dog fan, but I literally will stop work to see a dog. I didn't take a, a, my dog uh, to walk. I've actually, I've, I'm, I'm kind of um, at the moment hibernating because I went in. I've went. In, I've been in over lockdown. I've been into t- for two serious operations, a health okay. situation, yeah. which is now all good. Um, good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, again, you don't know what it takes for someone to get out of bed in the morning. 
and, and we forget that as well. Um, so no, but I, I, what I have been doing is I've also been going on Borrow My Doggy. So if anyone who's not heard of Borrow My Doggy, it's an app where you can go and borrow a dog when you get bored of your one. <laughs> so And uh, literally go and give uh, give back to the community and walk a dog. So I've been doing that weekly. And I've, I've yeah. been there uh, meeting this dog called Bruno. And Bruno's, Bruno's a little fat thing. And uh, when, when lockdown started... Um, Bruno was dragging me along because I'm a little fat thing and I was like oh but now nah, because I've lost a stone in weight in this lockdown because I'm doing my health and everything with my health stuff um yep. halfway through I need to pick Bruno up now and he, he's a funny little French bulldog and uh, <laughs> it, it's just so cute and uh, so yeah if you if you don't find me working or I blank you it's not because I'm being rude it's because the dog's close and I'm really close yeah <laughs> <laughs> We're a dog-loving family. We have a, a, a large golden doodle um, who is part of our family. Um, from a mental health perspective, uh, I don't think there's any better pet. What? What? Where do you live? What time are you out? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd say that. That's absolutely brilliant. Um, Jack, what, what a perfect, um, perfect point to end on. Um, it's been really interesting. Um, I'm sure our, our listeners will have got loads and loads and loads out of it. Um, the, the youth group, Brilliant work. Um, really, really keen to sort of see how we can support going forward. Um, so let's let's keep up our conversation. Um, but I guess most importantly, you're a really busy guy, even in lockdown. Um, thank you so much for your time. It's been really enjoyable. I've really enjoyed it. This conversation has been meaningful and I, I think it's been real. I like real conversations, Jeremy, so thank you. That's good to have. And hopefully in the, in the not too distant future, um, we can we can have a real conversation face to face in London um, at some point. Only if you and I look forward to that. Dog. I'll bring him. I'll bring him. <laughs> Brilliant. Jack, look after yourself, and we will um, speak again soon. Brilliant. All the best, mate. Cheers. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Head over to chattalent.com for more blogs, vlogs, webinars, and other great content about HR, talent, and recruiting. Everything you could possibly need. Enjoy!